The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Anthony Cazenza with the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast and CincyJungle.com. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're enjoying your draft weekend. As you know by now, the Cincinnati Bengals have drafted Jonah Williams offensive tackle from Alabama. Williams is a versatile guy. He's a guy that fits a profile of the Cincinnati Bengals in a lot of ways in terms of size uh, in terms of the fact that he's versatile and can play different positions on the offensive line and that he comes from a big school big program competitive program this is uh, that's why this pick makes sense and for those who uh, watch or listen to Dave Lapham uh, of the Bengals broadcast and uh, some of the stuff he talks about with the Cincinnati Bengals and uh, their potential draft picks this was one of the guys that you know we should have been thinking about all along. You know, offensive line was one of the the positions they they were going to address. They did that first night, number eleven overall. And uh, you know, the Bengals get a good football player. They do. Uh, they get the basically who they view as the top offensive lineman in the draft. He was the first offensive lineman off the off of the board. So you know, there's going to be uh, there's going to be uh, a lot of happiness there. I would think. In, in terms of the Bengals and who they want, who they wanted at at this point, so good pick by the Bengals. The the issues that arise with this are are this: uh, Cincinnati basically allowed two players to be that that could have really helped them out, probably a bit more immediately in in Ed Oliver and in Devin Bush. They let basically Pittsburgh leapfrog them. And uh, they had Buffalo, you know, they, they allowed Buffalo to take it, Oliver. Now, obviously, them that would require them moving up. They, you know, you, you don't like to see them use draft capital that they may not need to. But those are two immediate impact players. And that's where the discussion comes in for this pick, right? Is Jonah Williams going to play in 2019? Is he going to start in 2019? Given what happened on the right side of the offensive line last year, you would think so. But the Bengals paid a decent amount of money to Bobby Hart, 
likely to start. So you got to look at it and you say, okay, would they have been better served to go to a different position? Would they have been better served to maybe trade back if there was a good offer for them? Um, I don't know, but the the Bengals definitely had uh, had some options. Dwayne Haskins was still on the board. Um, they had uh, a couple of other players that they could have taken there, but they went with Jonah Williams. They did allow some some teams to kind of well the Steelers leapfrog them for Devin Bush. That's going to be a player they're going to see every year, twice a year for the next handful of years. That's a guy they might they probably wanted. I don't know if they wanted him as much as an offensive line lineman, but they probably needed him more than an offensive lineman. So um, I don't know. There were a couple of guys that slid in the top 10 because of some wacky picks by the New York Giants and the Oakland Raiders. Uh, so, you know, there are uh, – the, the Bengals could have moved up for maybe an Ed Oliver, a Josh Allen, something like that. But would it cost them? Uh, Dwayne Haskins, obviously the Bengals weren't ever really enamored with him. And it seems as if uh, – uh, a lot of teams aren't. As we sit here right now, the Miami Dolphins are on the clock. Uh, if you're watching this later, you'll probably figure, or listening to this later, you'll probably figure out what, is hap- what had happened at, um, at this point. But, uh, you know, perhaps my, Miami goes with Dwayne Haskins. Maybe Dwayne Haskins continues to fall. We'll see. I don't know. Um, Washington will be there, too. My, Mike Donahue, good friend there, says he's going to Washington. That's probably where he will end up. And good for Washington. They didn't need to trade up to get him if that's where he lands. So um, Tim Campbell says, love this pick. Uh, my thing is this. I like the player. I like the pick. I like the position. I like the long-term viability of the player. I like the pedigree. I like all of it. I This team needs immediate impact players. They need immediate impact players that can help them right now, and they especially need that because they don't seem to be rebuilding with a new quarterback and teeing things back up. They are continuing to build with what they already have in the building, the talent that they've amassed on the roster. They are content with moving forward with that. That being said, as, as I mentioned earlier, we don't know if Jonah Williams is going to start right away, we common knowledge would probably tell you he should be starting as the right tackle. But the Bengals paid a lot of money to Bobby Hart, as I mentioned. So my thing is the recent draft classes have not netted, especially the high picks, have not netted high impact, immediate impact players. And I don't this this pick, at least for 2019, seems to be of that same ilk. We'll see if that takes place, um, but. You know, if the Bengals are going to be a, a a good team under Zach Taylor for a long period of time, they're going to need to fix that offensive line, and that has been you got to give them credit for this. That that has been a focus of the Bengals this off season. They re-signed Bobby Hart to the chagrin of a lot of people, but they re-signed him. They drafted Jonah Williams at number eleven overall. They signed John Miller, the guard. They re-signed. Alex Redman as a backup guard. They re-signed Trey Hopkins. So they've done a lot of work on this offensive line, and they feel that they've got a lot of good players to help them out there. Um, we'll see. Uh, I, I think, again, this is one of the better overall players in the draft. I think the value was good. I think the player is a solid player. It's just a matter of who went in front of them, how they got leapfrogged, and, of course, if Jonah Williams is going to indeed play for them in 2019, I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot of stuff. Uh, Mike Donahue says uh, Taylor better not better not uh, sit 
uh, Jonah Williams there. We'll see. Um, Jeremiah Woolsley says uh, Bush wasn't that good. Ohio State stifled him. TJ Brusher says love this pick. Um, Daniel Joseph says we have so many needs night one. Um, you know, go go get an offensive tackle. So um, I get it. I get it. Uh, yes, Brian Yates. Haskins was available. Uh, Miami did not take him. Christian Wilkins, the defensive tackle, is their guy uh, at number 13 overall as we sit here live uh, right now going through the first round of the NFL draft. In case you're just joining us or you have not been able to watch the telecast, the Cincinnati Bengals selected Jonah Williams, offensive lineman from Alabama. He has some flexibility to play guard, probably could play left tackle, right tackle. Right now you would think he's penciled in to at least be a swing backup tackle for both positions, um, maybe even fighting for that right tackle spot. But the Bengals did sit back and wait, let best player available, at least you know in their eyes, land in their lap. They did have two guys go right in front of them back-to-back that you would think would have been fits for them, and Ed Oliver and Devin Bush, but they did not do that. Um, so interesting to see what's going to happen with Jonah Williams, where he'll play, and uh, if he'll get immediate playing time for this team. I'm Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider. We'll be here just another couple minutes to answer some questions in this Facebook Live chat. For those who listen to our podcast, we won't be doing live videos on our usual YouTube channel or Cincy Jungle. We're going to do them here on Facebook, and then they'll be on our feeds later on. So uh, in case you aren't able to catch all of these Facebook Live videos that we're doing over the weekend you can get the stuff later on um both it'll be on cincyjungle.com as well as the orange and black insider feeds um i this is a good point by george johnson um you know what's going to happen over the next couple of picks perhaps uh you know the Bengals look round two round three mac wilson from alabama seems to be a guy that will probably be there at the top of round two maybe even the top of round three depending on how players how how people look at him uh it'd be interesting if the Bengals win alabama alabama with their first two picks but um he's a guy that uh you know obviously a lesser talent or a lesser sure thing than a Devin Bush or Devin White, but a guy that could help them and, and probably start immediately for them as a day two pick. Uh, wide receiver might be a sneaky need. Tight end might be a sneaky need. Uh, I, I think the Bengals will probably get another offensive lineman during the weekend, but I would say probably day three, and it'll probably be one of those swing interior offensive linemen. I think now the Bengals will probably focus over the next handful of picks. Linebacker, defensive line, Wide receiver, quarterback, I think those are probably, and, and in no particular order there, but I think those are probably where they're going to um, look. Now, I, this is an interesting, uh, I, I'm seeing some talk in here about trades. This is an interesting topic to, of conversation. There are a couple of players the Bengals could look at trading for um, that are supposedly on the trading block. Solomon Thomas, I saw, is on the trading block from the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Darren Lee has been rumored to be on the trading block by the New York Jets. So we'll see if he ends up uh, being trade bait going forward. And, of course, Josh Rosen from the Cardinals now that they selected Kyler Murray number one overall. These are all guys that the Bengals could potentially look at uh, trading for as the weekend unfolds. I think most teams are, as Adam Schefter and Chris Mortensen reported of ESPN, I think most teams are probably going to look at 
what happens the rest of the first round with quarterbacks and then see obviously the Arizona and other teams will probably start fielding calls for, for all that for Josh Rosen could be a target at, at a minimum, a very, very good backup for Andy Dalton and a developmental guy that could potentially take over for him in a few years. Uh, Darren Lee, uh, not the best linebacker, but a guy who's athletic and could play, be a two-down type of linebacker for the Bengals and, and could do some things. And then, of course, you have, uh, as, as I mentioned, Solomon Thomas, who would be a rotational guy that um, you know could, could help the Bengals out going forward. Um, I appreciate all of you tuning in here. Uh, I'm, I, you may hear a little garble in the background. That's my that's my son. He's eating, and I'm on solo dad duty as we do this. So kind of juggling a lot, but I appreciate you, you listening in. And uh, my, my little son says hello to all of you watching and listening on this draft weekend. Again, I'm Anthony Cazenza with the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast and CincyJungle.com. The Bengals selected Alabama offensive lineman Jonah Williams with the number 11 overall pick. Solid pick by the Bengals as you heard on the telecast from both NFL Network and ESPN it's not a pick that you're going to hear a lot of wow great pick because of the position he plays but this is a guy who's solid uh Stanford coach David Shaw was was on the telecast and he said consistency was the word that was used a lot with him I will say this of all of the good tape I saw of Jonah Williams the one bad tape was that uh, that Ella, the the uh, national championship game against Clemson, I believe it was Cleland Farrell who uh, kind of gave him some fits there. So that's something to watch out for. But overall, good prospect, first offensive lineman off the board. So you have to kind of say that he is probably the best offensive lineman. Some people have differing opinions on that. Um, uh, so. You know, I I think uh, this is a good pick. It just remains to be seen if Jonah Williams is going to start for the Bengals at least right away and where on the offensive line he will start. So um, we'll see. Again, the Bengals have 10 more picks throughout the weekend, at least as it currently stands. Um, So they could trade for a player that's being dangled out there. They could trade up, trade back. We'll see. Um, But as it stands, you probably have to figure – Defensive line, linebacker, wide receiver, and quarterback are probably coming down the pike at some point in the next handful of picks. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll do more of these this this uh, weekend, and uh, enjoy the rest of your draft weekend. Keep it to CincyJungle.com for all the news, opinions, analysis, and breakdowns of the Bengals' picks this weekend. Enjoy the rest of the draft weekend, guys. See ya.